Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. This is a very special episode as we kick off a series sharing a portion of the That Sounds Fun tour live shows from this past spring with y'all. But before we dive into today's conversations, I want to share a word from one of our amazing partners, BetterHelp. As you know, our company is taking a break this summer, and one of our reasons for that is we want to do what we can to help our staff protect their mental and emotional health. A lot of times we associate burnout with work, but that's not the only reason that we experience stress or overwhelmed feelings, right? Any of our roles in life with family, friends, at church, and work, too, can lead us to feel overextended. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. There are so many people in our group of friends who've benefited from better help and from therapy in general. I love hearing stories from y'all about things you're learning with your counselor. One friend who just graduated from high school and is heading to college this fall recently shared with us how much her better help therapist is helping her process and prepare for such a big change. We love that so much. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, so like I said earlier, for the rest of the month here on the show, we are sharing part of two different live shows from the That Sounds Fun tour this past February. So every episode will have two of our tour dates put together. Today, you're going to hear from our good buddy, Carlos Whitaker, and the lovely and fun Liz Forkin-Bahannon. Carlos hosts the Human Hope Podcast that's on the That Sounds Fun Network with us. He joined us in Tampa, and we had the very best time, y'all. That room, it was so fun. It was packed out. Oh, I just loved it. And I got to see the beach that day. It was the best. And Liz is an author, a podcaster, and a boss business person. She's the founder of Seiko Designs, and she styled me for the evening, too. I got the best kimono. It's so cute. You'll see in the pictures. We had such a special evening. I cannot wait for y'all to hear her wisdom. We loved our friends who joined us that night in 
Portland. So here are the portions of my conversation from the That Sounds Fun live tour with Carlos Whitaker in Tampa, Florida, and Liz Bahannon in Portland, Oregon. Please join me in welcoming our friend, Carlos Whitaker. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you. Have a seat, please. Thank you. I didn't make you dance over the table no. like Ellen DeGeneres does. No, I would have done it, though. That's so scary. What's up, Tampa? It's the best, right? This is so fun. Have you ever done a live podcast? I've never done this before, ever. I'm, it just feels so right. Right? Uh, it's a lo- podcast is kind of lonely. It's a lonely thing when we're in our yeah. little studios, you know? And Well, not all of us make the podcast seven hours before it comes sure. out in our basement. That's, that's true. Some of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've gotten in such an unhealthy rhythm. So, she, Annie yells at me all the time. She's like, when are you going to hire somebody to help you? Yeah. Uh, I, I, do, I do everything. I edit it myself. Yes. I, I, I record it myself. I do all the things. I've got... I, Therapy would probably help me with this problem. <laughs> okay, yeah. tell me what you're loving about making human hope, though. Uh, well, I, I love I love you. Right. The human hope for me. Right. I know that there's some, some of you guys there. I love being able to take, honestly, like what, what I talk about on Instagram. So, I, and I like to take it to the podcast. So, yeah. I like to take, you know, deeper, maybe some riskier conversations that I don't have time to unpack. And I like to take it, you know, any Insta Familia in the house? Yes. Okay, yeah. So, Including so, me, me too. Yeah, yeah, you too. So, so I, I, we, we talk about hard things, and then I like to take it there and just talk longer about yeah. it. I, I just, I really enjoyed it. You know, Annie had to really convince me to do this podcast. <laughs> it, That's a nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I was scared to do it because I'm, you know, squirrel, like the next shiny thing, and I'm just really excited about a lot of things. And to, for me, it was scary to try to be excited about one thing for a whole year. And she made me sign a piece of paper. (laughs) So like I signed a contract and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I signed a contract with a friend. I was like, this is going to be the end of our relationship. (laughs) But here we are 45 episodes later, 1 million downloads later. A million downloads, Um, which is amazing. I know because I've said this to you in real life, Carlos. I mean, this is real life, but I've said this to you a lot. Like, like I knew you had this level show in you but you do everything by yourself. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, if our team comes along yep. and makes you sign a contract yeah. and can kind of be a team with you, I think this is a medium that people will really enjoy hearing from you in because Instagram does have a limit. When did your Instagram shift from posting cool things and pretty things and interesting things to like an activated thing? Yeah, so that that really happened in. I've, I've never talked to you about this. It I happened know. March of 2020. I would say before March of 2020, my Instagram was very, you know, family fun trips with my kids and my wife, and we travel and you know those kind of things. And I talk about my faith a little bit. And then right when the Ahmaud Arbery shooting happened, I made I, I made a video. And I'd, I've never, I'd never talked about this on, you know, I'd never talked about race. I never talked about things like this. And my followers. Did you talk about it privately? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just never, I never, honestly, like, you know, Instagram was kind of the way I made my living. People would book me to speak in churches and a lot of my, you know, bookings would come from Instagram. So I made a video called how my white friends can help their black friends in this season. And I remember like holding my finger over the upload button 
for, and it's shaking because I was wow. like, I don't, I don't know. And there, there was like, you know, 25,000 people that followed me around the time. And, and this you're was, kid, tw you had 25,000 followers in, uh, in March of 2020. March of 2020. And you're at almost 300,000 followers now. Yeah. Oh, but let me tell you what happened. My let gosh. me tell you what happened. I'm shaking my finger because I, I, I was scared to put, upload it because to be honest with you, I, again, my main income was coming from the evangelical church, the, the, the white conservative evangelical church. And I knew that this was really risky. And I, I tried to do it in a grace-filled way. I tried to do it, and I hit it, Annie. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. I woke up the next morning. <laughs> you did? You just went to sleep? Yeah, I just went to sleep. I so listen, listen. <laughs> this is so scary. Did you, like, have narcolepsy? You're like, I'm out. <laughs> I, I literally, I, I hit it, and I just went. <laughs> Holy Spirit just knocked me out. I woke up, I woke up the next morning to 17,000 Instagram followers. <gasps> you had almost doubled overnight. No. What? Let's do the math. How many? How many? Oh, I'm did sorry. I, I thought you meant seventeen thousand more. Everybody no, no, no. was like, "You're dumb." No, no. no you no, no, had no. lost. That, they're 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 doing the live podcast audience thing correctly. Yes, thank You're you. You're correcting Annie. I'd lost overnight. Um, how many? Eight. Yeah, something like that. Oh and my gosh! All, all I knew, all, but all I knew was I woke up and I, I was hyperventilating. Like like I was like, I have ruined my career. I've ruined my calling. I've ruined everything. And so I um. Gosh, this is such a Holy Spirit moment because I, I was like, God, I felt like this is what you called me to do. And I, I went to my wife. I was crying. I was like, babe, I made a mistake. And so I went to delete it. I went to delete the video. And I didn't even think about it. I was like, I, I got to delete it. I got to delete And I hit delete. I, I hit delete. And then Instagram said, are you sure? <laughs> Instagram the Holy or Spirit the Holy said, Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't know, I've, I've deleted videos since and I haven't seen the Are You Sure? Button. Right. And I was like, and so I hit no and I left it up there. And from that moment, the community, I mean, it was, it was nasty was what was being said to me. But I've watched it, I watched this community go from I lost all those and then suddenly people started coming. People started coming. And then more people that were in love with Jesus but also in love with justice began to show up. Yeah. And suddenly there was more of an activistic environment going on. And then next thing you know, I spent a year talking about more difficult things than 50,000, then 70,000. Then, then things started growing. And I just was so grateful that Instagram asked me, are you sure? Because how many uh. times do we do that, right? Like how many times do we quickly make a decision and edit the Holy Spirit? Right? How, how many times his Holy Spirit told us to do something, and then we, we, we edit what he said, and that's what I did, but he, he, still, he still was pushing me, and he still, you know, and so I, I watched it, you know, and obviously the Insta Familia grew into, honestly, it is a, it is a movement machine now. Yes. They've raised, they, the Insta Familia, in Venmo and PayPal alone, in the last nine months, over $1 million dollars. How oh they give it away. Like, and my, give it away, mom. right? That's not Just give it away. Just give it yeah. away. And so, you know, I'm just telling you that it was scary. I did it. And then even after I did it, it hurt. And there was yeah. pain. And, it, and, it, and I went, what I thought I went backwards. But the Lord was just clearing things out in order for the runway to get going. Right. Okay. That morning when you wake up and you're scared and you go to delete it, there are friends of ours listening who and watching with us who are saying, oh, I'm about to do the scary thing. What if I wake up and the people are gone? What if I wake up and my parents are disappointed in me? What if I wake up and 
it has not gone. Because the other option is you go to bed at 25,000 and the next morning you wake up and it's 50,000 because everybody's thrilled with you. That doesn't happen that much either. Right, right. Do you still lose people? Do I still? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, every single time, you know, it's, it's, but again, what, what, I, what I know with having pointed crucial conversations about things that I believe Christians should be talking about, you know, not shying away from, I know that, that it's going to make people uncomfortable. You know, yeah. there, there's going to be people that today I, I talked a lot on my Instagram about what's happening in Ukraine and just honestly, like our reaction and how, you know, there's going to be, for some reason right now, the left and the right are very unified yeah. in, in, in kind of what we believe about something that's happening, but there's going to be political pundits that are going to try to use what's happening right now to divide us even farther, but that's cheap and that's easy. The hard thing to do is to take the unity that we see and to step and to build strength within our unity. And so I'm talking about that today. But when I'm talking about that, there's people that are very opinionated about things that they, they don't want to stick around. And that's actually fine. Like you don't, you yeah. don't have to, I think it's, you know, I kind of call it like a, like an Instagram enema every once in a while. Just kind of like, <laughs> that's know, gross. sorry, but whatever. Just like, you know, yes. just kind of, you know, clear a the cleanse. system out. A cleanse. A cleanse. Sorry, a cleanse. Yeah. A cleanse. A cleanse. That's better. Yeah. So the person that is about to post a thing yeah. to their followers, whether it's 20 followers or 2 million followers, and they know they are, they know as best they can know, which we always, I mean, the best we can, that they're going to say something that's justice-minded and love-minded and yeah. peace-minded, but it's yeah. going to cost them. Yeah. Why do you still do it? Because obedience is necessary. Gosh, can, when, 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 when I lived for a long time outside of obedience, it, it was a lot more comfortable, but it, there, there was definitely not, there, there definitely wasn't the, the intensity of relationship with Holy Spirit that I have now. So, so many times, again, you know, Holy Spirit's speaking to us, Holy Spirit's speaking to us, Holy Spirit's speaking to us. And I'm telling you, a lot of times, Holy Spirit, probably most of the time, is going to be speaking things that are going to make us uncomfortable. And I've just learned... That's why he's the comforter, right? Yeah, <laughs> because we're outside of comfort, so he comforts. I've just learned that being outside of our own, our own comfort and allowing him to comfort me is way better than living comfortably and not having to rely on the comfort of Holy Spirit. Right. Okay, so. yes, I love everything you're saying. And... Okay. And there are times where something happens in the world and I can't for sure know what God's oh, asking me to do. Yeah. I, the other thing is <laughs> we do not have to have an opinion on everything. Right. We'll tell the people who yell at us every time we yeah. aren't, we don't have an no, opinion. No, I know. You know, and, and you know, I mean, here's the thing, like, you know, for the last couple days, you know, I, I'm getting the DMs like, when are you going to say something? When are you going to say something about the... You, and I'm like, I'm not like a news channel. Like, like, right. like I, I'm Instagramming about my, my dogs. And like, like so I... That so, was very funny that one of them is really skinny and one of them yeah. is round. I didn't know that until you said that no, yesterday. I on, know. And, and can I... Can I say something about that? Yes. So, so this conversation is going way off the... Listen, okay. the only reason I make a list of questions okay. is because Lillian, my chief anti-officer, yeah. is the boss of me. Okay, got it. And says, it. make okay. a list of questions. I'm like, it's Carlos, but do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've got two Bernese Mountain Dogs. One's named Rome, and the other's named Hawk. And 
I really hope the breeder doesn't listen to your podcast. But, but when we got Rome nine months ago, we were told he was like a full-bred, like, burner. And, we, and we've had, we've, we, Pope was a full, oh, like, purebred burner. And a, and a Bernese mountain dog is supposed to be just, right? Like, just thick and strong. And he looks like a gazelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rome was bred with some sort yes, of he is, skinny yeah, greyhound. Yes, he definitely. So, so, so for those of you that haven't watched this, you can go on my Insta story highlights. Once I realized that we did not get a purebred, I paid for a purebred. We did not get a purebred. I went ahead and bought another puppy without telling my family. Yeah. So I bought another puppy. I didn't tell my family. So you'd and, rather have one and a half. Yeah. Got it. So we now have Rome. Oh, excuse me, Hawk who is only 14 weeks. Rome is eight months. And as of yesterday, our 14-week only weighs five pounds less than our seven-month-old. So he's a, he's a, he's a big We're boy. We're going to keep this yeah. conversation just between yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to get some of your money back? I don't know. Like, I, I keep talking to my wife. The lady that sold it to us is so nice. And she follows me on Instagram. And like, you know, but she lied to me. Carlos, this is where your Enneagram 9 and my 8-wing are about to have a moment. Yeah. I don't actually care how nice she is. <laughs> She can send America's sweetest email, and she still lied to you. Yeah, but I love him. I love no, him. I can't yeah. with you. I can't. I How did we get here? I don't know. We were talking Ukraine. about... Ukraine. We were getting yelled at about yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine, and then dogs. Right, Squirrel. right. This is what we do. So, so help, I, I, because I do think it's important that we don't have to have an opinion about everything. But so let me, I'm going to work through a scenario with you. Okay. When we talk about Ukraine today, they, in my head, I think... There's only one opinion. There is, how could you think anything else? Yeah. That's a, I want to say that's a dangerous point of view because that's not open-minded. But I don't think it's a dangerous point of view because Putin is, is a dictator. Right. Who, so. I'm I'm glad you added tater to that. We'll see how it gets edited. Okay. We'll see how it goes on the show. We'll see what Johnny does with the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are times where we come up against a global or a local thing and we think, I don't know how anybody could think any different than me. Yeah. And we have to, we have to realize that everybody's thoughts are guided by trauma. So even if you see somebody, 99% of the people... Are, are like, it's like blatantly obvious, like humanly obvious, like, of course, like this is, but then there's, well, there's one person over here that is just like, no, like I'm constantly looking at that one person. I'm trying my hardest to look at them through the lens of, of they are, they, they feel this way for a reason. Yes. There's always a reason underneath that there's, it's never the thing, Right. It's never the policy. It's never the hot topic. It's never the, it's never the argument over Thanksgiving table meal. Like there's always, there's always something under there. And so yeah. like I'm constantly, and I think this is how I stay uh, in the healthiest space having these conversations. I'm constantly looking. I mean, even today, for instance, like, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll just go there. The, the, the argument I was getting was like, oh, oh, now look, now now you progressive Christian, now you love a country, 
You gosh. love Ukraine. Oh, Lord. What? So, so this is what I'm getting, right, in my DMs. This is what I'm getting in my tw- in Twitter. This is where I'm. And so I'm getting that, and I, I, I could very easily have, like, oh, man, I'll, I could have sliced them up. <laughs> I, like, I get paid to use words, right? So I'm, like, really good at that. <laughs> but, like, what I did is I look at the pain point that they're coming from. And what happened is they're, they're actually wounded because they love Jesus. This is who's coming at me. They love Jesus, and they love their church, and they loved a certain president, and they were being attacked by a word called nationalist. So that word was a pain point for them. Oh, sure. So what I did was I went around the attack back at me, and I said, hey, so what you're, what you're really upset about is like, there were a bunch of people on the left that were using this word, pointing their finger at you and saying bad things about you. And I know that that hurt. And I know that that wasn't kind. And that's actually not right. And so I'm just constantly trying to, I don't even know if I'm answering your question, but I'm constantly trying to avoid the drama because like th- there's just, that, that's just the fluff. That, that, that's not uh, the pain, yes. you know? That's, that's just the fluff. So, again, There's a fear under all of it. Under all mad, of it. Yeah. Oh, it. Mine, too. Under Me my, too. my stuff as Me well, too. all of it, you know? Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, ZocDoc. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working for us here in the U.S., and said, enough. And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, who take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans have to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. So go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and just like that, you're booked. Find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a doctor. In the chaotic world of health, care. Let ZocDoc be your trusted guide to find a quality doctor in a way that is surprisingly pain-free. With ZocDoc, you can get your docs in a row. Oh, I love that line. You get your docs in a row, you guys. So go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. And I have one more amazing partner that I love telling y'all about, Awana's Talk About Resource. Okay, I hear this all the time from my friends who are parenting my mini BFFs, that y'all want to talk to your kids about faith on a regular basis, but sometimes it's hard to find the time. Even if your summer calendar is quickly filling up, you can still engage your family in gospel-centered discipleship. With guided conversations through God's Word and fun hands-on activities for a variety of ages, Talk About, the new family discipleship subscription from Awana, was made just for your family. So gather around the pool, the campfire, or table, and turn everyday moments into moments that matter with Talk About. Try one month of Talk About for free with a special promo code TSF. Start today at talkaboutdiscipleship.com. Again, that's talkaboutdiscipleship.com. 
And remember that the links to all of our sponsors and the transcripts, as soon as they're available, are included in the show notes. But we'll email them all to you on Fridays if you sign up for that AFD Week in Review email. That link is in the show notes below too. Okay, and now back to finish up our conversation with Carlos. Um, will you tell the story? I can't remember if you do video or audio, but when people yell at you, I've, I've learned this from you and I, I audio back to people a lot. So will you tell about that? Yeah, no. So, I mean, I had to learn in 2020, I was getting yelled at a lot, you know, and so I was getting, you know, people's thumbs were, were getting really strong with me. And, um, and so like I, I was, and again, I, I'm a, I am, I'm an Enneagram nine. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a peacemaker. He's a tenderoni. Yeah, I'm a tenderoni. Um, I do think, I do think, again, I'm not super Enneagram like Annie, but I do think I got an eight wing in me yes. because I, I can talk about this kind of stuff, yes. right? Like I'm, does, does that make sense? Like, yes. okay, maybe. Okay. So what I started doing as people would come at me and they're like, roar, you know, you socialist Marxist, roar. <laughs> I would always. But they're typing it. They're, they're typing roar to me, right? <laughs> and, uh. And, and every single time, and, every, and oh gosh, she was so beautiful. I would, uh, I'd pull my phone out, which is zipped up in my back pocket right now. Fascinating. I got zippers in my pocket. Do all men have zippers? No, in their actually, back this is new. This has never okay. happened before. I've never worn man pants. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was kind of weird. So I'm into it. I'm a little embarrassed that I have zippers on my pocket. <laughs> I'm embarrassed that you used it. Okay, cool. That's the problem. Not that you have it, you used uh, it. Not, I used it. You used it. And then it was stuck. And then it couldn't get them out. Yeah. You got to be careful with that stuff. So, <laughs> we should do this again. <laughs> so, they're going, roar, right? And, and trust me, R-A-W-R is a lot of other four-letter words in the yeah, DMs, okay? Just translate it. And, and I always do this. I open up my camera, and I hit record. And I say, hey, I... I I was going to type back to you, but I just want you to look in my eyes. And I, need, I just want you to see me. And I just want you to know that, like, I'm sorry if, if, if I've triggered something. or And I just talked to him for 15 seconds. Almost every single time, that person that was coming to crucify, vilify, all those things, almost every single time, those have become, like, some of the strongest members of the Insta Familia. Wow. Because, because people just want to be seen. That's it. People want to be seen. I want to be seen, but, but all they're doing when they're yelling and they're pointing and they're doing it, the, they, just, they just want to be seen. And so I'm just constantly telling people that I know there's a lot of vitriol. I know there's a lot of, of hate. I know there's a lot of all this divisiveness. Just don't be scared to get face to face. I'm talking about this close. Wear a mask if you want, whatever you need, but just get close. Yeah. And, and this right here, you, it's really hard to hate somebody that's this close to you. And so I, I, I've been trying to do that. That's what I, it's been interesting where I used to kind of just ignore if people yelled at me. I'm kind of, the difference with me is I'm kind of like a gnat. If people don't like it, they just like unfollow, they just go. But I get yelled at it some. And I've started responding uh, usually audio though. I, I should do video, but I usually do audio. And almost every time the person says back, I had no idea you'd read this. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, you just want to be seen. So do I. And, and I, I mean, Carlos, I hate being misunderstood. Yeah. That's my fear 
That's why sometimes I'm quieter than I actually feel. Sure. Because I'm like, I don't want, I want to say what I believe and I will, there is a tipping point. Sure. But I wish my tipping point was here, but I'm afraid of being misunderstood. Yeah, I get it. And that, that's a fear we all have. I mean, it's still a fear, you know, that I have. Yeah, do you I, still get scared posting things? No. Yeah, no, I know I do. No, I, I still do. I mean, I'll go through, you know, I, I, I just turned in my book. I'm like, yeah. I, honestly, like I'm, I'm doing the math. I'm like, hey, so a lot more people that are following these days than were back then. Um, I can get into the scary place, and it's scary for me because it's not who I am, of starting to tiptoe around issues that I know I need to talk about because maybe I want a couple more book sales. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, it, it's, it's something that I even have to dance with. What have you learned about in this season of having all these teenagers at your house all the time? Yeah. So, um, you know, Heather and I, my wife, any, any Whit Farm followers? Yes. In her? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. I love her. She, um, gosh, it's, it's just really her. You know, she has uh, done such an incredible job at developing a sense of community in our home. Wow. And, 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 you know, our, like, it was always our dream that our home would be like, you know, everyone wants their home to be the, the house that all the kids hang out at. Uh, and, and, you know, most of my kids' friends because they live in Asheville and they're homeschooled and they go to these little co-ops. They're like, their parents are like country singers and country, they're like all yeah. rich. And they all have real big houses with like swimming pools and all these things. And I just, I just remember like five years ago looking at Heather like, babe, we ain't got a chance. <laughs> like, like they're friends with like Mercy We have a half-bred dog. Yeah. What are you supposed you know? to do? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was like, no one's gonna come over here. And I'm telling you, the, the, the thing, our home, there is not a night that I come home. Now, some people may not like this. I love this. Where there is not, okay, we've got a 19-year-old, uh, 18-year-old, and a 15-year-old living in my house right now. There's never a night where there's less than 12 cars <laughs> just lined <laughs> along the street, down the drive, you know. Oh, and I then sometimes, like, like, I walk in, and none of my family is even there. <laughs> and, and there's just, like, you know, six-foot-three, 18-year-old boys, like, in my fridge, you know, yeah. and, but they, they, they feel seen. Yeah. And, and that, that's the thing that Heather instilled is every single person that comes in, they're not allowed to come in our house without coming up to me and Heather to say hello and, oh, wow. and, and look us in the eye. And so they can't just, come, even if they're just in the basement playing PS5 and PlayStation, they know they got to come upstairs and say, hey, Mr. Carlos, hey, Miss Heather, and look us in the eyes because my wife is like a prayer, Holy Spirit, ninja. Yeah. And, and if she, all she's got to see is just their eyes and she knows in that moment, okay, we're going to have to have a conversation about something. They're hurting, they're wounded, you know, they're, um, they're hiding something from their, and so we've just become a safe place and it actually has nothing to do with swimming pools and yes. playstations. Yes. Has a little bit to do with food, but, <laughs> but, and everything, everything to do with them feeling seen. And, uh, and that, that's just it. I mean, you know, two nights ago, uh, I'm on the sofa. Everyone's asleep with these two guys. They're not even dating my daughters. Either these are friends of friends, and and we're, we're on the sofa till like two thirty in the morning, talking about their issues with their dad and things that are happening. And wow. um, it's just, you know, I'm gonna miss it. You know, I'm, I am gonna miss it because I know that it's gonna go like that. And so we're we're being very intentional. This is something else, that, and I feel like this is why our, our home feels this way. Is Heather and I have decided in this season. Um, that we are actually sacrificing some, some other relationships with friends in order to hang out with our kids. And so, so you know, because I looked at her a couple weeks ago and I was like, we didn't get invited to that party. 
But wow. like, like, like the party with like, we're always invited to that party. Like, how come we weren't invited this year to that party? Yeah. And the other's like, well, babe, like, like this year we haven't hung out with them near as much as we have because we've chosen to hang out with the girls and their boyfriends. And, and you know, it was just a realization to me like, okay, you can't have it all. And so there's going to be seasons wow. where you're, you know, if you want this to, to be the thing, then it's going to be the thing. And guess what? Those relationships will come back. There's, there was no like hurt that happened there, right. but there was a decision that, that we had to make to make our family a priority in the season, right? 19, 18, 15, like it's about to go. So like we're going all in in the season. Hey, Carlos, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. You know what sounds fun to me? Uh, and th you, th this may not even be loud. But what sounds fun to me is like a, a, a two-minute game with the whole crowd. I have no idea what he's about to do. Okay, so, so listen, and the, and the reason it sounds fun, like what's fun to me, honestly, like what's fun to me is like, like kids in vacation Bible school, right? Like, like that's just fun. Like they're always having fun, right? And we, we, used, so to play this, we, we used to play this game. We used to play this game. I, actually, I haven't played it in a long time, but I, you said what sounds fun. It sounds fun. Um, where, where, where we, we would try to like find a winner and we would play this game and it was, <laughs> and we're, and we're, so I need everyone to stand up real quick. Now, if you listen to the podcast, don't stand up because you won't have a partner, but I just, okay. Now, now are we about to play gorilla? Yes! Are we? <laughs> and friends, now we will jump into my chat with the unstoppable Liz Forkin Bahannon. Will you please join me in welcoming tonight's guest, Liz Bohannon. Yes. You come with so many things. Hi. Thanks. I have so many things. Thank you so much for doing this, Liz. This is so fun. Isn't I've never done so a live fun? podcast before. Me neither. Just and kidding. I, I have. I have. Don't, don't panic. I'm in control. You only get to do things first one time. I'm obsessed with doing things for the first time. So I'm just really happy to be here. Wait, talk more about that. You love doing stuff for the first oh time. Oh my gosh, I love first. Like anytime I'm experiencing a first, I have a moment where I'm just like snapshot, 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 because I'll never, ever, ever get to go back. Like the first time that I land in a country for yeah. the first time, I'm, I have this thought that it's like, you will never, ever land in this airport again, having never seen these things before. It's like sacred wow. to me. Yeah, Why? so this, is, when this, will go, this will be like a little sacred nugget. When did you start paying attention to that? That is so interesting. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know when that became a thing. I do not watch trailers to movies because that what? messes with my first. I don't want my first experience to be the while I'm just like, you know, not paying attention watching a trailer. I want, I want to be all in and I want to see the thing happening for the first time. Like, trailers ruin the movie for me. This is fascinating. I'm just like, tell me if I should go see the movie. I will trust you. When but, like, you're don't sitting... you dare. <laughs> do not you dare mess with the integrity of that first for me. This, this is unbelievable. Is it, is it I'm saying it out loud. It feels intense. It feels more intense than it does in my head. So in, if you're in a theater. Yes, ma'am. And there are... They're going to run three trailers. Oh. Are you the monkey Literally, with the here's the trick. Have you guys, do you guys know this trick? If you don't, don't want to hear yet. something, you can't just plug your ears. What do you have to do? Yes, and you have to move your finger. Try it. Try it, everybody. Come on. Now try to listen to me talk. How are we going to know? It's so much more effective if you move your finger in and out. You can't just stick your, 
fingers in your ears. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? And I don't know why. I thought you were going to say you also had to plug your nose. I don't know why. How would that matter to what you hear? But I thought that was what was going to happen. No, no. So you plug your ears and wiggle your fingers yes. in trailers. If it looks good. If it looks like a crappy movie I'm not going to waste my time with, I don't waste my time. But how do you know? Like 10 seconds in, I make a call. It's really <laughs> like, I make a call and I'm like, you're in it. You want to see this. And then I go, and then I go into go hide mode. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never you- talked about this before. Any of this. It's a first. I've never shared that. It's a first. Yes. It's a first. I mean, my husband does know the thing about the trailers. Well, certainly. Yes, Otherwise. He's like the dedicated. He's, he's the, uh, what do they call it in Hunger Games? The appointed? Help the, me out here. Uh, she says tribute. Tribute. He's the tribute. He's the tribute. So okay. he'll watch the trailer and then I'll be like, are we going to see the movie? Oh, yeah. so much trust. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Liz, I think that, I think it's really interesting because. I think a lot about pioneering. I love mm. that, that whole like imitation is the highest form of flattery thing is fine until it's actually happening. And then you're like, ah, yes. And then you're like, no, no, no. I wanted to be a pioneer. I wanted mm. to do this first. I wanted to blaze a trail for someone else. I wonder, you can talk, speak into this. I wonder if part of your love for first is why you built Seiko. Ooh, you know, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, we were just talking about this, how how much the industry has changed. So Seiko's a socially conscious fashion brand. And not to be like, I knew about that band when, you know, they were playing in my mom's basement. We all have that friend. <laughs> That's a very Portland thing it's to say. such a Portland thing to say. We yeah. all love to be like, I was the first. I was on the cutting edge. But truly, when we built Seiko 12 years ago. Yes. There weren't a ton of people in this space. Yes. It was like there was Tom's Shoes, and that was kind of it. And so when we would talk about what we were doing, a, a lot of people would be like, so who are you giving the sandals to? And we're like, no, that's not really how the model works. But one of the things <laughs> that we said is that, like, hey, we want to be successful by our metrics, which is, like, how many women in Uganda can we employ, and what's the direct impact that we can make? But another thing that we said, like, 12 years ago is, like, we will – we will judge our success by the evolution of the industry. And if the industry starts to change and if consumers are saying like, hey, how my stuff is made matters and I care about that and I'm going to show up and vocalize that almost like knowing we won't be, we won't be alone for too long. And it was an interesting thing because it, it makes our job harder, right? Because the more brands start to say like, hey, this stuff matters, the more competitive the space is, the less uniquely differentiated we are purely from just like the socially conscious part of things. Um, but at the end of the day, like if we want to create real meaningful, sustainable change, it's like, I want to be a part of the entire industry changing. And that would be a marker of our success. When you started Seiko, what's the first product y'all made? Oh, our ribbon sandals. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And y'all still make them, right? Oh, we still make them. They're our number one selling piece of footwear. Yeah. And they were fugly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the first they were they were bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're thank you, not Mount, anymore. Thank you, Mountain View, for having us. They're, thank you, Mountain View, for having us. Oh my gosh, they were they were okay. so bad. No, I thought they were. I mean, no, they were bad. But that's the thing. You know, I look back. I thought they were kind of okay. And then you look back on photos. I'm sure. Don't you feel this way? You look back on your writing. You look yes. back on your early podcast. Yes. Co- episodes. You've hopefully gotten better. And you've hopefully gotten better. Yeah. I saw a picture yesterday of someone wearing a shoe brand that you may have mentioned before about 10 years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. we all wore those. 
And they're very soft on your feet. Yes. And the other word that I don't want to say. Yeah, again, they're not pretty. Because I don't want to have to get it edited. <laughs> yes. No, no, they're terrible. Um, but yeah, when I look back on it, they were not cute. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't care about fashion. Oh, Annie, if you saw photos of me from college. So you didn't you care about know. fashion, but you not built a fashion all. brand? Yeah, it was kind of a thing. <laughs> and yeah. y'all, y- do y'all know that Liz was on Shark Tank? Did anybody see her on Shark Tank? Yes. Yeah. Oh, someone raised their hand. Yes. All right. Oh, multiple Shark Tank fans. Yes. Okay, I see you. Okay, so not only are you like not into a fashion brand, but you yeah. end up in front of the, what are they the called? Sharks. The sharks. Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. Shark Tank. <laughs> I was like, the gladiators? That's not right. You end up in front of the sharks. Will you tell that story of how you got there? Oh, my gosh. That was one of the most wild experiences that I'm so glad that we had that I would never, never want to do, do again. again. I remember. Oh, my gosh. It was so stressful. I threw up the entire way down to L.A. <laughs> Just the entire time. I've in the never... car? Because we've heard no, that's really on, bad. on a flight. Oh, on a flight. Yeah, That's like even... ran off the jetway, thought I had a stomach bug, and it was turns out it was actually just nerves. Because here's <laughs> the thing about Shark Tank that they don't, you don't know this, they give you this talk beforehand that they're like, literally, no matter what happens, we will not stop the cameras. Like someone literally said, if that stage light fell over and hit you in the head, we would keep running the camera. No. <laughs> So it's very intense. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, there's not many more. I mean, it's just like you're either accepted or you're rejected. Right. And you're in front of like six million people. It was wild. And we got rejected. But it still sold bananas amount of your product. Oh, yeah. I mean, by all means, it was like we were less interested in actually getting a shark on board and more interested in sharing the story. So it was successful to us. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're still standing there in front of five really smart people who are like, "Mm, no, mm, pass. mm, No. And that isn't really how it worked. Like we were in there for like an hour doing back and forth but a lot of that gets cut yes um but it's still it's so you were talking about vulnerability earlier I mean talk about vulnerability of just like putting yourself out there and having other people say this is good or this is not good right and that's kind of what I've learned is like the road of being a creator and it's brutal but it's also like so life-giving so what are you working on now where you're going to be the first I literally feel like I'm going to throw up right now because I can't decide if I'm allowed or if I should say this out loud right now. You don't have to say it out loud. Oh, boy. Hey, friends, just interrupting one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, Chime. No one likes waiting on a paycheck. Hello. Especially when you got bills to pay. Well, then it's a good thing there's Chime because now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. Y'all, are you hearing me? That is up to two days more to save, to pay your bills, to tithe, and to generally just feel good about your money situation. But time is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. So get started at Chime.com slash that sounds fun. That's Chime.com slash that sounds fun. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. 
And I got one last amazing partner to tell you about. Oh, y'all, how much do I love Thrive Cosmetics? Okay, the more I learn about Thrive Cosmetics, the more I want every single one of their products in my makeup bag. Okay, beauty products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. Yes, please. Thrive Cosmetics delivers gorgeous, non-creasing, long-lasting makeup that I know you're going to love. You've heard me rave about their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, so today let me tell you about their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a cream-to-powder highlighter stick that instantly brightens and opens up your eyes. You know I love a shimmer and these sticks come in 13 different shimmering colors. I've got the champagne shimmer and I love using it on the inside corners of my eyes just to give them like a little lift. Only problem is now I want like all 12 shades. Y'all know me. I want the 12 others too. I just want them all. Every purchase you and I make with Thrive supports organizations that help women, which is why they put the word cause right in their name. They donate to organizations all over the place that are helping their community thrive and working with women coming out of homelessness and military families and breast cancer survivors, just to name a few. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Listen, if it works in the summer, you know it works in the winter. So right now you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash T-S-F. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash T-S-F for 15% off your first order. And now back to finish up our conversation with Liz. Have you ever had these moments where you find out a piece of information and almost for me, my first thought is like, dang it. Now I have to do something yes, with that. Where you're just like, I'll ne- you're like mad that yes. you're like almost wish you could reverse because you're yes. like, I'll never go back to not remembering that. Yes. I mean, ultimately, that's where Seiko was born out of. It was right. like the the relationships and showing up in Uganda and understanding the immense, incredible challenges that women and girls in developing economies face and going like, we will never go back from this. Yes. Like we, there's no, the envelope has been ripped open who's, in a way that it is, is that? unrepairably... Now that I've seen, it's an out, it's on the, it's Brooke Frazier's album, Albertine says, now that I've seen, I'm responsible, mm-hmm. but it's a quote from someone mm-hmm. else. But now mm-hmm. that you've seen, you're responsible. Yeah. And you know, isn't it interesting that like, we can't be responsible for everything. That's right. So it's like, I don't get me wrong. I'm not like, you know, scrolling the news in the morning and just being like, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. <laughs> like I can never go back, right? <laughs> Like, that's not sustainable. I think it's part of something that is so hard about being a human right now. Yes. Is that we are just constantly bombarded by information and it's too much. Yes. And we actually, our hearts weren't created to hold all of that right. heartache in the world. And then we get really mad at ourselves and we kind of beat ourselves up for it. Or we get blamed by other people for having, talking about something silly when we're not talking about what's happening in, right. U- not the Ukraine. It's Ukraine. I just right. learned that. Um and, but I think if we are brave enough to have the still small voice, we know when that one seemingly random piece of information, if Better. we're in tune enough with ourselves and with who we were made to be, goes like, ding. Yes. That's something you weren't meant to, to, to let go. Yes. And it's not everything. And so I think right. we, it's so important for us as humans not to get into a place where I think we get really calloused, right? There's like just compassion and empathy fatigue. What are the practices that we can do to stay awake to those things, but also give ourselves grace and have boundaries to go, it's okay, you can't care about everything. Like you cannot care about every single thing that's happening in the world and that doesn't make you a bad or calloused person. Someone asked me tonight in VIP about my most memorable experience with God. 
And I was like, well, oh, I don't want to answer this because everything I thought of, I thought, oh, the everything that is most memorable with God were invitations to do things that were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I say that out loud, he's going to send me another one. I know. Don't you hate it? And I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. It's, I'm not interested. What happens if you ignore the ding? Because I think we can. I think it's an invitation, oh, not a yes. mandate. Yes. Oh, um, I think it depends what the ding is, but, um, I mean, I think that is for each of us to ask of just like, what's keeping me from it. Is yeah. it fear? Like, is it fear of other, is it, is it actual fear of something that might happen to me? Is it fear of other people's opinions of me? Yeah. So this has been a big thing for me throughout my life. I just heard, I think it was Brene Brown talking about the definition between grit and grind. Oh. And this idea that it can look really similar, just this, like you're chasing it. You're saying yes, you're trying to figure it out. But this idea that when you're just grinding, it's usually because somebody else is saying you need to do this in order to be loved, in order to be successful, in order to be worthy, like you need to succeed in this area where grit feels like this internally motivated thing that it's like, I think, I think I'm supposed to follow this lead. Um, and, And it's a thing that I can't stop thinking about that I think maybe I was uniquely suited to bring about in the world. Um, and those can look really similar, but having the self-knowledge to understand, like, is this me? Is this like, is, is this like this still small voice? The reason that I'm chasing this thing or am I chasing is when I'm actually chasing approval. And am I actually chasing Yikes. love? Am I actually chasing a sense of belonging or money um, or, or fame. money or fame or, or right, any of those things? Right. Yeah. Okay. So at times where we feel this pressure from God or, you know, this, this invitation to build something new. Yeah. And, and you feel it in you and you want to pursue it. The, let me tell you the problem I'm having is my speed. Mm. Is the, the second day we had a conversation about this, I took a meeting with someone to hire them to run oh it. Oh my gosh. We would, gonna, we would not be okay working in the same organization. Right. Let me just say that right. out loud. Oh yeah. I mean, Ashley that works with me runs the speed limit and I'm above the good. speed limit all the time and she good. ties a rope around me yeah. to slow me down. Yeah. It's good. It's I, so good. My speed is good for pioneering. It mm-hmm. is not always wisdom. Yeah. What's your speed? Same. Oh, so that's why we wouldn't be good yes. because we would bulldoze the world. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It would be a disaster. Yeah. It would be a But I'm disaster. actually hiring. Would you like the job? Because yeah. I think it'd be really fun. <laughs> okay, I think it'd be okay, really okay. fun. Let's um, do it. Right. So, so is that in us? Talk about our, all of our speed limits. Some, God made some of us above the speed limit. Uh-huh. God made some of us speed limit. And God made some of us that just are a little bit slower in making decisions. Mm-hmm. Why do we all need each other? Oh, because we would be in jail. Yeah. I'd- she is speaking the truth. Absolutely. The truth. Um, I, I would have no friends if, if other people didn't help me with my speed. Yes. Yeah. And I will say, but my speed isn't. There are things probably. I'm not like that on 100% of things, right? And so I think it's such a beautiful picture of community um, because that's why we need each other, right? Yes. That it's like if I'm out and humility of it's so easy to want to say like, well, I'm, I'm a visionary and I'm fast and I want to run fast and break things. And that is the way. That's the best way to be. And that type of arrogance then leads you to dismiss people who have a real gift for actually 
thinking about something from another angle and slowing you down and asking the questions. Um, and so I think it's about, yeah, having the humility to recognize like my way is a good way and God made me this way. It's not the way. And That's actually right. like it's going to function and work best when each of us comes to the table with our own unique gifts and skills and pace. Um, and then that's kind of, that's like the mosaic, right? Yeah. And that's what, that's when really beautiful stuff starts to happen. I think for our friends listening and our friends in the room, knowing where you are in an organization or in your church or in your family, it, it has helped us so much at our company to each person self-identify, not be identified by each other. Yeah. Self-identify. That's good. What speed you are. Yes. And then we go, oh, yeah, I, I. Ashley, my COO, I need her so bad. No, there is not a person who has humbled me more. Mm -hmm. And I've not apologized as much in my professional life mm -hmm. as I have since she's come on. Mm -hmm. And it like breaks my spirit like I'm a horse. It is like, <laughs> but it has made us wiser as a company. Yeah, yeah. So how do you find... When you're building, I mean, I'm thinking about people who are building their bunko groups or people who are building a company or people who are building their church staff. How do you find the people that you need around you? Well, there's a couple, like one really practical is like, do you have a tool for it? I notice you using the pioneer language. Yeah. Do you use five voices? No. What is that? Okay. So five voices is kind of one of the, like, it's a tool for identifying that, but there's pioneer. And then one of the other personality types is called a guardian. And so guardian is kind of the opposite in yes. the sense that they're like, I'm here to protect the system. I'm here to protect the pace. I'm here to protect the scene. And I'm um, like full steam ahead. Totally. <laughs> so I think in the business place, it's about just, you have the tools in place to have those conversations. Yeah. But I think you also need that in your life. Yes. And, and in community, I'm not like, hi, my name's Liz. Do you want to be my friend? Are you a pioneer or a guardian? Cause I'm really in search of a guardian lately, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, and so I think that ultimately just comes down to what I feel like you're doing so well and what you talked about this evening is just like cultivating authentic, meaningful conversation. And I think a big thing is giving your community the authority to ask the question. Right. And the authority to speak in to your life. Yes. Um, I have very strong feelings about authority in relationship and being very clear about one way or the other. Are you someone in my life? You either have authority or you don't. And if you have authority in my life, if I've given you that authority, like I am committing to saying like, if you tap me on the shoulder and say, you need to think twice about this, you need to dig a little bit deeper, you need to slow down, that is a real marker to me to say like, I told you you had authority and I will not blow past that. Like wow. I will take that seriously and you have authority to speak that into me. If I have not given that to you, Susan, on the internet, <laughs> like... That's it. She, Susan does not have authority yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and 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 so it, that that like clarity, it might it might kind of like sound harsh, but it really it's a survival tactic. Yeah, because I know you know this. Like people, so many people are telling you their opinions about how you should run your life and your business and your company and your world. Um, and so you have to have that clarity, or else we would just like drown in other yes. people's opinions. Yes. Now I say that, and Susan can still hurt my feelings and get under my skin. Totally. You know, like so you can even still have those practices. And there's times where you're like laying awake at night, and I mean, our feelings—we say this a lot. Our feelings get to ride; they don't get to drive. Yeah, I love They're that. Still, they can yes. even pick the music. Yes, as my pastor at yep. church says. Yep. Let me ask you this. Okay. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Okay, yes. Tell me what sounds fun to you. You know what sounds really... So speaking of this experience, what sounds really fun is uh, going away with my family. Yeah. And 
uh, one of my things that I had, like I had five takeaways on my COVID deathbed. And one of them was we have to commit to fun. Truly, this wow. was not, uh, this uh, tour stop is sponsored by Liz Bohannon. <laughs> Just kidding, it's Compassion. Go to Compassion.com. <laughs> I get like a cease and desist letter from Compassion <laughs> tomorrow morning. David's very tall, you yeah. don't want to mess with him. Oh, friends, don't you love both of them? I'm telling you, that's two out of 12, y'all. You just aren't even ready. These live shows are my favorite. Hey, be sure you're listening to Carlos on the Human Hope Podcast. Subscribe, rate, review the show, show him all the love, and pick up a copy of Liz's book, Beginner's Pluck, and do not sleep on Seiko and their amazing products. That's S-S-E-K-O Designs. Hey, follow Carlos and Liz on social media so you can tell them thanks for coming out to the live show with us and now for also being on the podcast. And we'd love for you to pass this one on to your friends if you think it'd be something they'd enjoy, especially if you were there in the room. What parts did we leave out? What parts did you get to hear? You know, you know. It means so much to us when y'all share the shows with your friends. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find, except I'm kind of not right now because we are all taking a break. But go ahead, follow me over on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, so you'll see me when I'm back. (laughs) All the places you may need me, that's how you can find me in August. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is reading another book on my Kindle. Y'all can't know how many ebooks I am reading right now. I am loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And that is a, as we called on Annie and Eddie, keep talking. That is a reverse sponsor because Kindle isn't paying for that. (laughs) Have a great week. And we'll see you back here on Thursday, continuing our tour shows with Sophie Hudson and the Luscos, Levi and Jenny. Y'all do not want to miss them. So we'll see you guys on Thursday. Yeah.